recording, they heard our beautiful thoughts about the Russians' influence over the internet. Oh, damn, we're done for. And on that note, welcome to the Bards and the Bees, (laughs) your go-to destination for tips and tricks for both the bedroom and the table. Oh, Nice. Solid. I am one of your many illustrious hosts, Danny. Hey, this is Trevor. Hey, this is David. And this is Mason. Dave, you're not the creator this week? No. He's not feeling very creative. He's in a slump, okay? (laughs) We need to give him some space. Okay, I I didn't mean to apply pressure or anything. Like, I was just worried about my friend, okay? Jeez. (laughs) All right, well, besides Russians and creative impotence... (laughs) Do you have CD? (laughs) (laughs) What are we talking about today? What are we talking about? Uh, I'll tell you what we're talking about. Uh, We're going to be talking about the podcast <laughs> not to get too meta what <laughs> nani you have nani? a podcast um i, I do it's called the bards and the bees it's a lovely little treat sounds great um and uh today i we thought it would be great to just talk about our journey we're a couple episodes deep now and uh, we've been having a great time. Hopefully you at home have been having a great time listening as well. Uh, but just talking about kind of where, what it's snowballed into, um, our hopes and our dreams moving forward, uh, maybe even a couple ideas. Um, I think just to kick off the discussion, uh, maybe that's a great question is what are you guys feeling about the podcast right now and what are you hoping it becomes as we move forward mm-hmm. someone else I, talk now so I don't have okay. the pressure no Danny you got it's this okay. you got <laughs> I'm loving it your podcast just, is amazing just, just carry the rest of it the, <laughs> yeah. carry well, the rest of the 50 on. minute podcast we <laughs> thank you all it. for being guests I'm interviewing you David please <laughs> why is he so good at talking we're, we we have more than him. We can make we can make okay, us uh, interview him. So can can I uh, that was walk us back a little bit? Uh, when we started this podcast, one, it was without Danny, which is a huge detriment because yes, he is great at talking. He's got a great <laughs> voice. He's very identifiable, uh, and. And we started it without him because he was kind of experiencing uh, the semester from hell. And we had suspended our D&D campaign. And we were all jonesing. Uh, we being David, Mason, and I for some sort of nerdy creative outlet. But we didn't, like, feasibly with the campaign being me as the DM and these three as the players we couldn't continue anything with the campaign without leaving somebody out um so we talked about just doing a podcast and just chatting about what we love about tabletop rpgs and how it's brought us together as a group and you know we kind of settled on talking about the things that make a D and D group click that aren't necessarily the core things about the game. Um, yeah. And, and maybe that is just like our subjective experience, but I feel like us as a group, uh, we became like weirdly close friends, like very quickly because of this medium. Would you guys agree with that? Very. I I would say all of my absolute closest friends, barring very few exceptions, like two or three, it's it's because I play D and D with them. It it does the same thing for nerds that you know having being part of a hobby sports team or something or or any sort of like you go to a place and do a thing hobby regularly forces you to do it. It creates a schedule where you're constantly interacting with each other and that that creates proximity and allows you to grow close. Like yeah. church. No, yeah, like no. church. No, don't, don't say that. Anyway, but you know <laughs> we. We live in a world 
where that's just communication is comparison. <laughs> it's, it's 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 somewhat apt, but we we live in a world where you know mm. communication is so cheap, it's so easy, and so planning is so cheap and easy, you know, to just go to a movie or do dinner or whatever. Where having that that regularity really brings like a, a soft structure to ensuring the interactions actually happen, and that there, there's the continuity that you know postponing or flaking makes you want to get back as opposed to like oh we'll just reschedule some vague time in the future. Mm-hmm. Plus, it, you really get to know somebody based on how like cruelly and dementedly they slay a goblin. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it teaches you a lot about the inner workings of another person. Or Sometimes how accidentally they kill a <laughs> goblin. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah. Not not my not my smartest point in the game. <laughs> my favorite though. I'll catch you. <laughs> but like our our initial idea with the podcast was just to like get together as friends um and put something out there. And I, I don't, I, maybe this is just my point of view, but like I've had way more fun with it than I thought I would have. I, like every time we've gotten together and like had a discussion and we like have the quote unquote pre interview where we're like talking up the subject to each other and coming up with different points of view. And then we like get into it and actually talk about it. Like, I've had a ton of fun being able to explore this hobby that like all of us have loved and like built a relationship on. Uh, and I, I feel like it's also taught me a lot about why I like this hobby so much. Mm-hmm. How, how do you guys feel? Uh, I, I just want to say, you know, I think we all hit it off as, as well as we did um, years ago because we all craved uh, like meaningful interaction mm-hmm. I want to describe it as now D&D can be as shallow or as depthless as you want but uh, we I, I think we were all looking for just a camaraderie in a story we could all take part in. Um, well, we all enjoy the fantasy medium, and uh, you know, it's your group isn't going to be like ours, and you enjoy it the way you want. Um, I, I, I highly encourage that, but I. Uh, you know, get some meaning out of it. Uh, you know, observe yourself, observe the players. Um, introspection is a big part of d and I think. You know, it's how, it's one of the tools I use to get into character. Um, and honestly, improve myself, <laughs> as, as weird as it sounds. Uh, you can use those, those are multifaceted tools. Mm-hmm. I don't know, a big thing I've been thinking about recently just with, uh, you know, with with us talking about the podcast, but talking more broadly about, like, role-playing games uh, is that it's a low-stakes environment to try and experiment with different aspects of your personality, right? I I was going to bring that up. It's really important to have that. Because we're goofing around in a fantasy universe and we can you know say hey what if i was a little bit more of an asshole than i am in real life how would that feel uh and how would how would that come out and what kind of actions would a character like that take and that can teach you a lot about whether you want to do that in the future um but even you know uh, being a more selfless character or being a you know i think of like when i'm running npcs as a dungeon master i think of them with like sliders on like comp- there's a compassion versus like disdain and then there's a charismatic versus uh like socially inept slider and they're 
there's a couple different sliders that make up these characters, but you can when you make a character that represents you in the gaming world, uh, you kind of do that based off of your own personality and go, okay, this character is me, but more wholesome or less wholesome or more brash. Let's move that slider to make the boobs a bit more big. Yep. Mm. Oh, yes. <laughs> make, that, make that booty juicy. Gotta juicy. get that TNA. What <laughs> you do, though, um, is you, even as you're consciously thinking of how you want to act, you're still going to end up having uh, some level of you know instinctive, just natural response. And so that, that kind of brings in the introspection that Dave was talking about, where you can just through playing right through playing a game you can learn about yourself as you're being consciously aware of like these aspects of yourself you can realize i do things closer to this way than i thought or farther Mm -hmm. and you can often through time and just you know thinking and being self-aware learn about why and learn a little bit about like your beliefs and you know everyone has a very unique belief system and part of what makes communicating with other people hard is that you can have the same beliefs for drastically different reasons yeah but people aren't always aware of their own belief reasons and so being able to learn that about yourself then shows you why you're it helps you communicate with people better and makes disagreement more amenable for people you disagree with so so we've talked about this a little bit like in our private conversations outside of the podcast, but, um, you know, what were each of your kind of like hopes or like goals with this podcast as we kind of toyed around with the idea, you know, we recorded several episodes. We put some out into the ether and then we started having like a larger group discussion about it. Um, so what, what, did you think about it initially and do you think differently about it now danny i'm kind of curious what you think especially because this a lot of this happened you know behind the scenes for you and then you're like heck yeah this is dope and i want in i I really want to know your opinion if that's cool to throw you in first yeah totally and going back to that too thank you for giving me some credit that you guys basically started this because i wasn't around (laughs) (laughs) you you abandoned us and we felt hurt and lonely and so we had to get something out of it i was the father sitting next to me the whole time (laughs) i left for milk and a pack of cigarettes and you were all surprised (laughs) when i actually came back with them (laughs) yeah you didn't even it only took several months <laughs> it did take a little too long. No, um I mean, I guess I came into it with a similar hope as I did with D&D um when we started meeting together as a group was just kind of like a yeah, there's always been a part of me that's loved listening to myself talk. Um, and I, I love discussion. Preach, brother. <laughs> you know, uh, with D and D, I always wanted to play it, and then it was just like, a, okay, I'm here to enjoy the ride and kind of let everyone else drive, and then I'll just add a little bit of spice uh, where I can. And I think that's kind of been a similar thing with the podcast, although I kind of feel a bit more like, yeah, I've been wanting to reach out into different kinds of hobbies. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I think part of what I love about D and D so much is kind of that self-exploration, but also that cooperation as well. And I've done plenty of hobbies and plenty of crafts where I've worked on stuff myself, but I think it's been fun working together as a group. I think it's been challenging at times too, cause I, I'm a lot more afraid to like voice my opinions when I feel like I'm going to be a dick. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's that's that's one of the things that's hard about you, you doing this collaborative project that is yeah. all of us telling a story because like I have a story that I want to tell, but each each of us has a story that we want to tell. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we are we are all generally conscientious people, and so there's this awkward dance that you have in a well-meaning D&D group where 
everybody is trying to like get their point across without stepping on anybody else's toes. <laughs> and sometimes that just comes across weird. And you, you have these moments where like expectations are subverted. Uh, and, and we've had several of those in our campaign where we're just like, yeah. We really thought the story was going in this direction, but because of one or two actions, now it's kind of going on a left or right turn. Um, (laughs) And uh, I think in contrast to that, like with the podcast, we have had a pretty clear vision of wanting to talk about the auxiliary things um, rather than like the nitty gritty mechanics because, you know, there are hundreds of millions of places to look for that online. Yeah. Uh, and some of the hardest feats to achieve in a group that, like, role plays together is some of the group dynamic bits. And I, th- I think something that this podcast has really helped me learn is is just like what is my approach to a role playing scenario and what is my approach to group dynamics because it's one thing to just do an activity it's another thing to try and teach people how you do an activity yes cuz yes. cuz when you examine it in that way and you're like i need to explain to another human being why I do this ingrained habit that I've taught myself. (laughs) Like, think about if you tried to explain to somebody how you brush your teeth. In slow circles. Yeah, you would just... Warm water, not cold. Everybody... uh, Okay, here's a a great example. (laughs) Here here is a great example that I heard the other day. Uh, Danny... How do you dry yourself off after you get out of the shower? Like, in what order of body parts? Is this no, for real? Because I, I yes. can, I'm totally prepared. I, can I, tell I you. need you to answer this, and then I <laughs> will I give my answer, and this will explain, <laughs> like, how weird it is to examine why you do certain things, and everybody does something things slightly different. <laughs> well, first things first, drying starts off before you ever even grab the towel. So I am. Oh my god! I love you. Like this is you and I are on the same wavelength, and it's insane. I squeegee out my beard. I squeegee out my hair. I have to put my hands behind my back and slick the water off my back. Then it's the legs, chest. Then it's the towel. First thing first is hair. Then it's starting with the right foot, wiping that off. Then stepping out onto the bath mat. Now, you lost me. You're a fucking animal. Right. You step <laughs> out of the bathtub <laughs> before you were dry? When you were Only still the legs dry. Ah! You're a coward. You're a coward. Then the left foot. Then the balls. Same towel the whole time. I'm not a two-towel dude. Dude, I would, I would rub a towel. I would rub my balls on a towel and then immediately rub my face. I don't give a shit. I'm... I should be clean at this point. Y'all are fucking savage. You're clean. Then I work my way. the bath mat for? All the way back up. So I don't Hit the beard and stash. Hit the hair again. Wet the hair. Hit it again because I'm weird and that's how I have to do my hair. Brush out my mustache and then apply product. Do my hair. (laughs) See, for me. And I have to dry my balls with a hair dryer. I do add that step. That's a good step. Interesting. So, so for that. for me, what I do is similar. I start at the top and I work my way down. I squeegee out my hair. I squeegee out my beard. I squeegee my chest, my back, and my legs. Then I grab the towel and I start at the top and I work my way down my body, like arms individually, chest, back, and then work my way down. And then I step out of the bathtub. I flick my towel out and I step onto it. Uh, but like... The, the point I was trying to make with that is we have the same goal of getting dry, but we have these weird idiosyncratic ways that we go about it, and, and people do the same thing with D&D or with any other, like, 
habit that we form. Like people have just their go-to that they rush to and they just default to that and often don't think about it. Uh, Mm. So this, what this podcast has really done for me is made me think about the defaults that I run to. Um, And for, for me, like I have been a quote unquote, like forever GM, like I have run games and not been a player for like nine years. And a lot of the habits I have uh, about how I interact with the game are to make my friends happy because I just want to play. And I am happy if my friends are having fun. So I would rather put my cool idea on the back burner if my friends collectively have a cool idea that they're excited about. Um, and not everybody comes to it with that perspective and that's not wrong. Like there's, there's different ways to do this thing is the point I'm trying to get to. One, one point I just want to make to piggyback on yours. Um, you talked about how we came together to talk about, you know, the, the sort of soft aspects of D and D, not the nitty gritty mechanical rules of the game. Mm -hmm. Because again, there's a million places to that. I think, one of the reasons we're that one we just trended towards that but two that we are hopefully well suited towards it is because of the work environment we all met in right the work mm-hmm. environment we met in was all about approaching interaction in a specific way and analyzing those interactions between ourselves and other people and and trying to help show that to other people both through modeling and through verbal communication and so we're all even if it's like oh we're in that job because we're good at it it, we're at least in that job because it's something we think about you Mm -hmm. know it's it's an area we are all interested in when it comes to existing in this world is those kind of parasocial aspects um i think that that i i hope that's kind of shown where like we try to be very conscientious of like the overall context a thing is happening happening in because i think that's where a lot of that comes from i could be wrong Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I just want to tack onto that tack on. Um, it's my opinion that everyone should experience a good story in their life. Um, and it's tragic when, when, when people don't have that opportunity. So my coming my joining this this podcast is uh i guess a step in the direction of maybe hopefully assisting somebody in experiencing that truly memorable story of you know their own creation and yeah that's I just hope everyone has that opportunity. That's where I came from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's such a beautiful thing when you live through whether something real or shared with other people in a, in a common mind space that is just very poignant and, and true, you know. Um, Danny, in kind of your first episode, you brought up, you know, the night Trevor moved away. Like... That that's a truly great story. And broke I think, my heart. Yeah, Dude, you know, like it's, I like. <laughs> I, I'm gonna parts. I'm gonna totally own that. Like, I listened back to that episode and I cried because I was just like, oh my god, like <laughs> my these guys are such great friends of mine, you know. And yeah. and it's and it like in in one light you might view that as goofy, but. I, I, like if you shared the experience with us, then then you would understand that you would understand where we are coming from, and like how much I, we ended up investing in each other without really realizing it. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's oh, like yeah. the secret beauty of this hobby that that we hope to share through this podcast is you can quickly build rapport and quickly build an understanding of who another person is by who they pretend to be at your table. Yeah. And 
you can easily go, oh, they are portraying this kind of character. And you could just easily ask them a question about that. And you can have an hour long conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we have had those as a group. Um, and some of them are funny. Some of them are serious. Some of them clear out an entire Buffalo Wild Wings. Um, yeah. You know, but but I think that is like the hidden hidden beauty of this game is like you it's a game. When you gamify something, it it makes it feel like it's moving faster. And so you kind of run past things without realizing how close you are growing to people. Well, and back to what we were saying earlier, too. It's a low-pressure situation, like, mm-hmm. not just to explore yourself, but to grow with others. Because I think that's one of my favorite things I've loved about this group is I'm not tied to any other group because of this group. Like, we don't work together anymore. It's not like your family. It's not like I've got to deal with outside drama. Like, this is kind of my break sometimes where it's like, uh, yeah. oh, I don't have to mm-hmm. talk about work. I don't have to talk about school. Yeah. I, I mean, other than the five minutes, we're all like, hey, how's your week going? How's school? Yeah. You know, you, but it's... You can, it's but you r- don't have to. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's low pressure. And I think maybe that's how it sneaks up on you, too. Uh, and it's, <laughs> and it's, all, it's, it's comfortable, you know. Uh, I, think, I think comfort is a huge part of that, because we all, we all know why we're meeting... Uh, we all know why we've taken times out of our weeks to uh, hop on a computer and talk to each other. And it's we've all built, we've all subtly built this inherent trust at our our table. You know, um, this is the almost zero pressure zone, uh, and we're all here to talk to each other catch up on events and then hop into a fantasy world mm-hmm. of our own yeah. crafting that like we, so we mentioned earlier that we all met each other working at a at a group home uh with youth in the like utah state system and a, a huge thing that i learned working there was front loading yeah um, and that's something that is important for any group is setting expectation. Front loading is, is setting expectations is letting everybody know what the purpose is. Um, so when we're talking about this podcast, we sit down and we say, Hey, what is the goal for an episode? What is the topics we'd like to talk about? How do we hope to cover them? Like what kind of nuance do we hope to give to them? And that adds a structure to how we interact with each other. The same mm-hmm. way that that playing D&D or any other role-playing game does. It provides a structure for the social interaction. So everybody knows what to expect. Everybody knows what the parameters are. And that provides a certain level of security. Um, and that, in a certain way, allows people to, like feel comfortable it's very uncomfortable to just walk into a group of people and not know what the expectations are Um, yeah but you know when we've been recording the podcast or when we've been playing dungeons and dragons we have a pretty clear idea about what the expectations are walking in and 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 that that easily leads to group cohesion and easily starts building towards trust so the the possibly the most magical thing in the whole world as far as human experience goes to me personally is when you get to have a moment with one or more people where you you, you reach true understanding because we, we live in a world and human experience is such that truly communicating what is actually happening in your mind and your body is like nearly impossible it, it could ostensibly be done but it would take so long to do that it would be it would lose its own meaning right yeah. and so hitting that moment whether it's through a game or you know through a friend moving away where you just kind of have that that, that five second piece of time where everything just comes comes together and 
without having to say anything, you know everyone's feeling the same way you do, understanding and experiencing the same thing you are. That's that's actual magic to me. It's so incredible. And and D&D lets that happen because we're all, because of all that front-loading, everything we've mentioned so far, you know, it just builds towards this moment of unity where we all come together and get to share this thing together. And I think, you know, when we're talking about the podcast and why we did it, you know, why we started was to try and still keep some of that, you know, still hang out, still see each other, still spend time together. And then for me, I think the reason I'm still doing it is because now it's become a way where like, you know, someday someone out there can hear this on the internet, stumble across the Bards and the Beads and, and be like, this is a funny show with these weird dudes and we can actually take that same unity, that same feeling and share it with someone who might need that right then and, and, and literally spread magic throughout the world mm-hmm. by, by doing that because we've talked about how the podcast and the, the, the game are accomplishing all the same things but the podcast is for everyone it's not just mm-hmm. for us I, I think for from my perspective uh, I had been playing Dungeons and Dragons for like 10 years before I met you guys as a group. Uh, and this is the longest like term group that I've ever played with. And uh, like one of the groups that I felt closest to. Uh, and if I can cut that, if, if by producing this podcast and giving some advice could cut somebody's time in half or even shave 25% of that time off of like searching for the right group that yeah. that mm-hmm. like fits well for them then like that's a success to me because uh, because I made a lot of mistakes and uh, didn't run things well as a GM but also like poorly picked people or you know put up with people that I probably wouldn't put up with now uh yeah so so that's for me that's another aspect of like wanting to put this podcast out is is to you know show people how meaningful and and fun this hobby can be uh and hopefully provide a few shortcuts to like narrow down the amount of bullshit you have to wade through to find a good group (laughs) yeah i don't know it's it's interesting because um this is just kind of an extraneous thought, but, you know, I, I, I personally have gone through life with so many, just the vast majority of interpersonal, uh, I guess, relations with people being completely superficial and not mattering at all. You know, as soon as the conversation is done, I've forgotten that they exist and I go on do my own thing but you know this this there there are a few times a week where i'll have interactions that i actually remember and i i don't know i i've uh, i've played dnd for a long time um dming's not really my shtick but it's like these these weekly sessions or our sessions however many we have, have always stuck with me because uh, I actually invest myself into the group story. Um, and I've played campaigns where, it, you know, it's just a campaign. I, I, <laughs> I've, played, I've played bad D&D just for the sake of bad D&D. <laughs> and honestly, it's not even worth it. I personally would rather just not play D&D and then at some point down the line play a campaign that actually meant something to me that I was invested in um, because uh, honestly it's, it's kind of euphoric uh, the, that's the only word I have for it you know I look forward to it every week it's something I'll put effort into at the drop of a hat uh, just because there's that meaningful relationship um, there's that meaningful trust that will all put effort into this joint cooperation. Mm-hmm. I think there's something to be said just for like knowing that you have an activity on the calendar that people are invested in. 
Um, yeah. Like, I don't know about you guys, but have you ever been a part of, like, a group or an activity where, like, nobody really cares about it? Yes. But just, like, out of ritual, you get together and do it, and it's always awkward. Like- and everybody church. dreads going to it. <laughs> like church. <laughs> like church. church. <laughs> yeah. I, like, like that, that is one example I can think of in my life. But I, I can think of some, some other things that I've, like, signed up for or, like, agreed to do. And then I show up and, like, everybody is not really interested in being there but feels some sort of weird social obligation to be there yeah and it's just the worst and it's it's horrible like it's not great it's not a fun thing to be involved with uh and that's why it's so nice to to have a group like ours where we've developed a rapport and that like no matter what we do whether we're recording a podcast or we're playing a session you know we can get together and like jazz each other up for that mm-hmm. uh and like get each other invested you know because there there's nights i'm sure that when we have come together to report record a podcast or to play a session where one if not half of us have been like eh, i don't know if i'm really in the headspace but in that 15 minutes of us talking before we're able to like get each other back into the moment just because of the relationships that we've built that happened today i was in a car for six hours and i was like i'm really excited to chat with these guys i don't know if i have an episode in me we got talking and i'm like apparently i do (laughs) you know yeah so um what 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 is it i guess the individuals of this group uh want from the podcast just short term look into the future mm-hmm. for me like I want it to be an outlet uh, for me creatively I want it to be a something that I produce that could contribute uh, I've talked to this uh, I've talked to you guys about this uh, several times that that sometimes I feel like I absorb a lot of content mm-hmm. and you can only learn so much through listening and reading you just gotta practice some things to get some real life experience about it and, and for me like this podcast is an outlet to do that to like critically think about the different subject matter that comes up in a, in a role playing campaign and and explore that within myself and within my own experience and you know a lot of the things i bring up are not necessarily what i've done in the past but what i hope to be in the future same there's been so many times that i've been like hey this is a really solid idea for what to do in this situation that doesn't necessarily mean i've done it it means that because of this podcast I've thought about it and went, oh, yeah, I've been kind of shitty about this aspect of it, and I would like to do better. And here's yeah. my idea for how to implement that. Uh, so so in one aspect, it's a, an outlet for creativity. In another aspect, it's an accountability thing where I can think about the skills I want to be better at and have it recorded, and an audience could potentially say, hey, Trevor, like, have you actually gotten better about that or do you just keep talking about it? <laughs> yeah. What about you, Mason? Uh, for me, there, there's two main things that I, I want to keep doing and, and, and do with the podcast and, and get from it. Um, the, the big one is just, I, I'm a person who's fascinated with the concept of abstraction especially mm-hmm. as like a, a computer programmer working with machine learning, all that stuff. Like the idea that you can have something represent something without being it is really, really cool. And, and people do it constantly. You know, we, we have, you know, just as Trevor's talking about this, this thing that we need, that, that we do or are aware of, but haven't like expressed or fully thought through. And so as a GM or as a player, there's all these concepts and, and ideas 
that are more just kind of feelings of like, oh, I should do this here because it would be good. And it's like, how do I know that's good? You know, I can't express why, but you know it's right. You know, be it narratively or like a, a pa- pacing is my big one where you everybody knows bad pacing when they see it, but explaining that is just so hard because there's a lot of movies that have bad pacing because they looked at good pacing and just copied it, right? And they're like, oh, you got to do this thing and this thing and this thing. And it's like, then it just feels formulaic and it's bad. And, and so the podcast forces me to try and verbalize that and explain that in a, in a more concrete, literal way, which I'm sure I constantly fail to do. But I'm a big believer that trying is what leads to doing. Um, mm-hmm. So just trying to verbalize the, just the subconscious information I've acquired through playing and GMing. Um, and the second is just being able to share that, right? Being able to share that with people, whoever said, um, being able to shortcut somebody to getting to the, the good parts is really yeah. huge. Yeah. Um, and I guess the tiny third is it feels a very similar outlet as D&D for me. You know, getting together, having this regular interaction with people, but having it be, I'm not going to say we're high intellectual content, but like it is in theory intellectually (laughs) engaging, right? We're talking about concepts. We're we're having a a structured conversation about a topic. That that's something we we have the idea of reaching high intellectual content, but I don't know if we always get there. Maybe someday. We are wicked smart here. <laughs> we are wicked, wicked smart. <laughs> wicked That's, smart. I think that's insulting to assume we haven't already reached high intellectual content. Right? Yeah. Well, I'm talking about me. I'm, you guys are straight up there. Um, but just having better conversations. Like, I, I want to do that more. Have conversations that I actually want to be having and interactions I want to be having in my life. Like, I want to do that more. I want to talk about things that are interesting to me and hopefully for other people and share that, you know, create a space where ideas can be discussed and helping people discuss them in a way that's healthy. I think that's really, really cool. Mm -hmm. Uh, My boy Mason's over here trying to dissect what intuition is. (laughs) What, you're surprised by that? You're surprised (laughs) by that? (laughs) If anyone can do it, you can. Uh, What about you, Danny? Oh, I think short term, I mean, I think I, I need to find how my my answer evolves from just along to enjoy the ride to finding how to, I guess, contribute and pull my weight in the podcast, well, but like <laughs> to really like throw the energy I want at it um, but I think on the long term and I know you said short term but I, I do kind of want to see more community more audience involvement and mm-hmm. I think that's just because I mean Trevor's talking about how he's trying to cut back the time it takes people to find a dynamic group with good chemistry I was lucky enough to fall right into it the first go Mm-hmm. Um, you lucky bastard! <laughs> you son of a gun! I, sp- I spent years million. toiling, yes. and has not looked back since. Um, I think I would just like to see the podcast become a more interactive tool, um, and I guess kind of what Mason was talking about earlier too. Not not just so that people can feel that energy and it might be something that picks up their day, but they can actually come to us as a resource or share ideas, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. creating a a space for that and allowing them to contribute to the podcast as well. Cause Mason said it, it's not just for us. It should be for everyone. Uh, and I think being recently converted to this new church. I'd I'd wanna see I'd wanna see more involvement and see more people get excited about it and realize what D and D really can do for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh I, I would love to see audience questions. That would be amazing. Um but if you're going to comment, please be nice. I can't take it. <laughs> I'm so excited for our first mailbag episode. Like, that's going to be such a wild ride. 
Oh, Are you kidding me? That's gonna be hilarious. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I, I like uh, David. I would like to hear your your answer to that question. Like, in in the short term, you know what what do you hope for this podcast, and like, what do you hope to get out of it? Oh man. Uh, so I'm I'm an incredibly selfish creature. Uh, I yep. use this podcast to. <laughs> We're not going to let you off the hook. Sorry. <laughs> DM certified. I am selfish. <laughs> I can see it on your character sheet right there. One, three. Yep. All your character attributes just say selfish. <laughs> Flaw, selfish, bond, me. <laughs> me. <laughs> me i uh, and myself i love um i i just love learning about interpersonal relationships group dynamics and this this podcast brings up a lot of it but it also brings up a lot of um areas that I myself am poor at and can improve on Uh, a lot of the subjects we've covered I don't think there's been one that I've walked away from that I haven't learned anything about Mm -hmm. how I could be a better player how I could contribute to um, my fellow players and the DM's overall experience it's really, uh, you know, it just teaches me how to be a lot more conscientious about what is going on at the table I'm playing at and how to facilitate a good session that everybody has fun in. Um, and as far as what I want from this podcast in the future... Well, I, I want to keep diving into uh, the vast complexity that is uh, human interaction. <laughs> I, I just I want to keep diving down that hole, and to be able to bring what I learn to whomever listens, I think is a very honestly. I think we all share that goal. It's mm-hmm. I, um, just watching somebody learn (laughs) is really gratifying. Uh, it's, it's something I've been, um, a stranger to for a long time, just because you don't come across that in everyday life. You just don't see somebody, somebody's mind latch onto an issue and truly understand that issue or... You don't see somebody's curiosity get piqued often. And at D&D, I think that facilitates it because I see my fellow players and my DM, um, I see them latch on to different ideas and just go full steam ahead with that idea. And it's something truly gratifying to see. Yeah. I, I think that, that something that is really cool about this weird collaborative space that ends up getting created during during this storytelling experience is that we get to wrestle with telling three to four different stories at the same time yeah and seeing how those all run into each other in different ways and you know, it's not always simple, you, and it's not always clean, and it's not always like the ideal hero's journey, a typical story that you would expect. Uh, I Like, if there's anything I could tell people is it would be that if you are going to play D&D or you're going to play another role-playing game, like, it's not going to feel like a movie. It could, uh, if your whole group agrees on that, but usually 
it's going to feel like a weird ass series of comic book strips that are not necessarily connected <laughs> until you guys get to the point where you can start weaving those things together. Yeah. Uh, uh, and like, I just hope that as the podcast moves forward, that we could continue ex- to explore like the different ways that people can bounce off of each other and tell a cohesive story um, or not even a cohesive story, but tell a story that makes the group feel good. Mm. Like yeah. the, the more and more that I run campaigns, the less I care about whether the story makes logical sense and the more I care about whether it makes like emotional sense. Because yeah. uh, there's been moments in our campaign that it's like, our, the characters or the NPCs might not have done that, but this feels good yeah. as a bookend for this chapter. You know? And, and part of that, um, you know, the comparison to the movie is a really good one because, uh, and, and also life, in a way, uh, Dee is going to be unique in that you're going to know more about each character's actions and interactions and motivations and who they are than you ever will in any book, movie, or real life, mm-hmm. right? We, we go through real life in a one-person perspective. No amount of communication with other people is going to truly change that, right? And so movies and books, even if we move between perspectives, we are given one overall story which is told and from those various perspectives we're able to build one global perspective that the viewer receives that is the story they're being told where D&D we get those multiple stories blending together with a much greater amount of context so mm-hmm. we can see the story through different perspectives the way we normally are unable to do so with other types of stories whether they be real or fictional and and that's that's something that I think changes the way you look at life a little bit if you do it long enough mm-hmm yeah, it's challenging for me to not question my own inner narrative after playing D&D for so long. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Because I will, as even as a GM, I will explain how it seems like the NPCs are taking information. And then all of the characters will act in a way that shows how they are receiving that same information and it's all different and you and that just helps you realize like yeah like the same story the same sentence can be interpreted differently by five different people yeah um i think the the last question that we really wanted to touch on was you know what what's the the next immediate step for us uh we have a few ideas moving forward uh as as a group and as like a recording production that we're thinking about uh mason would you like to talk a little bit about that sure uh it was in an episode we were talking about uh, it was one where Danny wasn't there. I think it was before Danny had joined the show. Um, so. we're, we're talking about how to start a campaign. And I kind of have like a spark of an idea and go on a massive tangent about uh, a poss- basically the world I've been building for forever to do a lot of things with. Um, but long story short, I pitched to Trevor and Dave a premise for a campaign and we talk a little bit about like the kind of characters they would run in it and we use that as sort of a model for like hey here's the gm given an idea let's see what kind of characters we have we do a little mini session zero type deal um i still love the idea for whatever dumb reason these guys are agreeing to go along with it Uh, yeah i love the idea too um and i've had and we've kind of all talked about it we've all had a similar like desire to do just a, a, a specific, definite term, um, actual play series. 
and, and release that as a, as a podcast somewhere between like six and 12 episodes or sessions. We haven't cleared all of the details, but it's something we'd like to do. We'd like to explore and also share with people. Um, and we're, we're thinking about starting to pursue it in reality. The big thing is we're going to keep doing this podcast. We love this thing. We're not going to leave it be. The reason we're mentioning it here is one, just if you are listening, keep listening. We'll let you know once it's live. We'll give you a link somewhere and you can go and listen to it and hopefully it's good. Um, the other big thing though is it's going to be a game of D&D or whatever tabletop system it is. It's not D&D. Um, just as a heads up. <laughs> um, but it, it, it'll be a it'll be live not live but it'll be recorded sessions lightly edited for the sake of clarity of tabletop gaming which we are likely to refer to as examples mm-hmm. you know we're the, the first episode will be not the the truest session zero but it's gonna be a form of session zero where we're talking about you know homebrew stuff context for players at the beginning of a campaign and we'll probably talk about that here of like here's an example of a way you can handle that um and and so don't feel obligated to listen to it hopefully you like what we're doing enough that you'll be interested but we will be bringing it up um once it's out in the world and leaning on it a little bit for examples because that's something where we can give you just as much understanding about what happened as we have and we we just talked about how that context is so hard to get and so it's, we hope it'll, mm-hmm. in addition to being entertaining, be a very valuable tool for helping people understand and learn and improve. Anything I missed? Um, just a few examples, maybe, of what we'll be going over. A uh, big thing is session zero. We'll be hammering that out. Um, <clears throat> just uh, I cannot emphasize enough how important a session zero is, a good session zero. Yeah. Um, and throughout the, the game, we'll be touching on just the subjects we've covered here in the podcast. I don't think it'll be a direct or, or we're not going to announce, you know, we're, we're, we covered this in podcast episode, blah, blah, blah. No, it'll be a, it'll be a game and, yeah. um, you'll just you'll hopefully see how an interactive group works together to build a story. Yeah, the the big thing is it's not going to be, like, scripted. I'm going to have, in general, an overall plot I'm going to take these guys through. It will react to them. Um, some of the themes and whatnot we'll talk about beforehand, because that's, I think, what helps make a good session, a good mm-hmm. story, a good campaign. But they're not going to no oh later character's gonna die in episode seven just you know like it's it's gonna be as close to a we sit down and we record a a campaign as as we can get that that's what i'm hoping at least Mm -hmm. um we're gonna define things as we go forward but it should be a lot of fun it'll it'll be an interesting challenge for all of us i think it'll be really cool it'll be our first new campaign ever as a group which i think is noteworthy and yeah and for all of us, I think our first new characters and or campaigns since doing the podcast, which I think we can all say has kind of changed the way or at least refined the way we look at tabletop gaming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited to see, <laughs> see how that uh, is going to change things. I'm also excited to see uh, Mason DM or I guess GM. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm excited yeah. to see Trevor play. Yes. Oh, I'm so excited to fucking play just uh mason was kind enough to at the very last minute run uh david and another friend of his and i through a one like one session of cyberpunk red and i had so much fun just like playing one character and focusing a bunch of air energy into like one particular person it was uh, really cool to watch. The, it was really I, cool to watch. I think I will have a lot of fun like playing one character and really like working to flesh that out. Because as as a as a GM, you you just kind of spread that energy out. You know, you try your best to flesh out NPCs and like make them unique personalities. Uh, 
but at a certain point you're you're jumping back and forth and you're not able to give them as much focus uh, as if you were playing one character for a set of sessions and and there's always that moment where you just have to frankenstein a person together because the players did something unexpected and you need an npc to do something you know yeah and and that just puts you so on your feet and you always end up with something like you're okay with but never like yeah i really loved that character you know it's usually sessions later oh uh, yeah like uh freaking tintin yeah. i didn't know you were gonna cast fine familiar <laughs> Mm-hmm. I made that shit up on the spot, and then I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> now I gotta. Now? I have to come up with a reason for why this matters. Okay. Now it's a whole thing. The, the <laughs> game I'm running right now—it's called Cliffhaven. Um, I, I had like 15 to 20 NPCs that I was like, "These are kind of the role they play in the city and everything they're doing." Mm-hmm. And because I told my assassin, "You can kill anyone." You just have to roll the dice and see what happens. Anytime you meet some ostensibly nameless NPC, you know, like, oh, we go to the market to get information. I'm like, cool, here's a nameless NPC I'm throwing up in front of you. He's like, now what's your name? In case they <laughs> piss him off and then he can assassinate them. The problem being, I also promised, I will make the world change every single time you assassinate someone. So my list of like 15 to 20 NPCs is getting close to like 40 to 60 it's gross. Nice. Oh, no. Nice. It's, it's stressful. He is a true ass assassin. <laughs> he really is. <laughs> trade him for the world. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're we're gonna transition uh, to this point where uh, for our live play sessions, we're gonna put our our homebrew campaign that we've been playing for several years on hold for a bit, and kind of kind of take a break uh, and let let mason lead us through something and we we've wanted to record some something for a while so this we think this is a great opportunity to do that uh as far as this podcast is concerned we'll probably spend a few episodes like digesting that and referencing it Mm -hmm. uh but we hope to also still provide uh actionable advice that is not directly tied to that live play yeah uh because we Sure, we would love for a lot of people to listen to that. Uh, but also, like, selfishly, I think that us as a group have just wanted to, like, record something that we do together and are proud of whether or not anybody listens to it. Uh, yeah. So I think it'll be, be fun for us to, to do that and explore that. As a selfish person, I will hardly agree. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to, like somehow burn it onto a DVD and put it in a time capsule. Yes. For posterity. I'm going to force my kids to watch this just so you know. <laughs> amazing. I'll make sure to have a tasteful nip slip in there for them. Oh, you are too <laughs> kind, man. I'll, I'll have the tasteless nip slip. <laughs> Should we do well, a wrap-up? Uh, on that note, uh... <laughs> On the note of tasteless nip slips, uh, we appreciate anybody who's who's been listening to this. We would love your feedback. Uh, we do have an email. Uh, my Twitter, m- me being Trevor, my Twitter is available in the podcast description. Uh, and as we get more interaction and more feedback, we'll expand the platforms that we're on. Uh, but as we've stated before, we're all kind of doing this as a side gig. Uh, so we will invest as much as demand requires going forward. Uh, and we would like that to grow slowly over time. Uh, but we right now appreciate each other, appreciate learning about this medium through trying to get this podcast out. Um, and any feedback that people want to give us, whether that's through reviews, whether that's through sending an email uh, to our email account, or whether that's through reaching out to me on, on Twitter, uh, we would love to answer questions that anybody has. Absolutely. Roll initiative, boys. <laughs> Ten. Six. Ten. Seven. Oh. <laughs> uh, I went first last time. Okay. <laughs> well, 
in conclusion, everybody, we have talked about the reason that we started this podcast, that we wanted to come together as a group and talk more deeply about the things that we appreciate about not only our group, but about this hobby that we have used to get to know each other on a deeper level. Um, Our hope through producing this is that people will be able to listen to some of this advice and get some shortcuts uh, to cut through some of the bull crap, to be able to have better group dynamics, to be able to like understand how to differentiate different kinds of players and characters in a group. And moving forward, uh, we want to expand to different kinds of content. Uh, we're, we're hoping to produce a, a good, Oh, I'm done. I'm sorry. (laughs) Sorry. All right. My turn. Yep. We're hoping to produce more content, but make you part of the story as well. So please reach out to us. Dave. Okay. I love D&D. Play it. I'll strive to do better. Made it. You did. Uh, We love D&D. We love you. And someday soon, episode one of what I'm maybe calling the Gilded Cage. On that note, thank you guys for listening to The Bards and the Bees. Uh, We appreciate not only anybody listening but in a weird way in a narcissistic way we appreciate ourselves and being able to (laughs) to get together and talk ourselves up and have a good time and create this like collaborative project together uh so thank you for putting up with our uh self-indulgent tendencies (laughs) through doing this weird reflection episode but i think it's important to set expectations as we move forward so this is the bards and bees signing off Remember to use your towel properly and stay dry, friends.